Welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. It's a new month, it's a new chapter, and I've been getting a lot of questions lately around career development. So we're going to be starting a new series of podcast episodes this month to give you the tools, the tips to help you be more intentional, take the driver's seat and own your career in 2023. If this is something that you're focusing on, is this is something that you're working on, you can't miss today's episode and the following episodes on this series where, again, we're going to be sharing a lot of tips and a lot of tools and resources that can help you do just that. So let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I have shared with you that I like to look at every year as a book with 12 chapters and 365 pages. And every month I start my month reflecting and setting intentions for the month and defining how I want this chapter to be titled. And personally, this chapter of chapter two of 2023 is called self-love. But I have been getting so many questions around career development, some generic, some very specific questions that I want to write that momentum and honor my mission, which is adding value to you. So we're going to start a series around career development. If this year you want to focus on your career, if you want to be more intentional about your career goals, if you want to take the driver's seat and own your career in 2023, that's what we're going to be talking about today and for a few more episodes. I don't know how long this series is going to go. Uh, We'll see based on how... The conversation goes and the questions that you have, make sure that you send all of those to me. And how can you send me questions? Well, you can do it if you're listening on Spotify. There is an option to send me a message and we'll answer your questions here on the podcast. You can always contact me through social media, Instagram or Facebook, and send me a message. And on the show notes of this podcast episode, you have all the different ways that you can contact me. So make sure that if you have any questions on the space of career development and owning your career, please send them to me so I make sure that I answer all your questions on these series that we're starting this month. So let's talk about career development. Let's talk about owning your career. What does all of that mean? me. I think we use this term, you probably have heard it before, and you're like, what does that really 
mean? And, and how can I actually go about like taking the driver's seat of my career? I like this analogy of taking the driver's seat of your career because personally, I've been, I worked in the auto industry for almost 20 years. Um, I feel old when I say that, but I started very young um, to my own benefit. And this analogy of driving your career always resonated with me and with the people that I work with. And over the years, I expanded that analogy to say, not only you are in the driver's seat of your career, but you are the one who designs the car that you're driving, right? You are the one who is selling the car to others. And you are the one who is building that car and you're the one who is driving that car. So I want to expand on this concept. And that's what I want to talk about today. I personally believe that successful careers, great careers, fulfilling careers, they don't just happen by accident. And therefore, I think we need to be proactive in really taking that driver's seat of, of our career and set the direction that we want to head. And I want to reinforce we want to head or you want to head on. A lot of times we are just following what other people do or waiting for other people to tell us what to do. And over the years that I've been working in HR, I had the amazing opportunity to talk with thousands of people about their careers. And I have thousands of career conversations with different people. And let me tell you that one thing that I consistently saw over time on the people that felt frustrated with their careers or that they felt stuck in their careers is because they were waiting for someone to do something about their careers instead of them taking that driver's seat, instead of owning their own careers, they were waiting for their manager to tell them what to do or for someone to tap on their shoulders about the next opportunity. And on the other hand, the people that I saw feeling most fulfilled and progressing their careers were the ones that were actively owning their careers actively and proactively taking that driver's seat. And in the eyes of others, sometimes it was seen as, oh, they're so lucky. They're the favorite of the manager, right? They There's some bias there. Why are, is that person always being tapped on their shoulders and I'm not? What people didn't see, what people don't see is all the things that go in the background. And those are the things that I want to talk about on this series. I want to open that back stage and share with you what are some things that you can do to be the one that is tapped on the shoulder, to be the one that gets the opportunity. And it's not luck. Let me tell you that it is not luck. It is that proactive ownership, taking that driver's seat of your career. And one thing also I want to mention that I learned over the years is that no one, 
I mean, no one, nobody will care about your career more than you do. Let me repeat that one more time. No one will care more about your career than you do. Even if you have great sponsors, great mentors, people that really care about you and your career, no one will ever care more than you do. So you should just, you you should not just wait for things to happen by default, but you need to take full responsibility for your career. And that means gaining clarity about what is that you want and what is that you don't want. And we're going to talk more about that um, today. It's It entails having a plan and most importantly, taking action, right? You're not going to advance your career. You're not going to grow if you're not taking action. And we're going to talk about all those things today, and then we'll go deeper in future episodes. But I want to give you like the the big picture of what this means and how to go about reclaiming the ownership of your career and taking that driver's seat. Maybe until this point, you've been more on the co-pilot seat, which is something that I see a lot of times. When I talk to you about all these people that were waiting for someone to tell them what to do or to tap them on the shoulders for an opportunity, they were on the passenger seat or the co-pilot seat, best case scenario. But how do we get you from being the passenger of your career or the co-pilot of your career to be the driver of your career? That's what I want to talk about. You know, things are changing very quickly. Um, I had had the opportunity to give a talk twice now with two different groups, the Detroit Economic Club and the National uh, Management Association about reinventing yourself and how to thrive in the ever-changing world. And one of the things that I talk about in in that particular sessions, and by the way, there is a podcast episode where you can listen to the session that I did at the Detroit Economic Club. So I will reference it on the show notes of the podcast episode if you are interested on listen to it. But I talk about the fact that things are changing super fast. And every year they seem to be changing faster and faster. And that is just our reality. So many of the best careers of the future haven't been created yet. When I think about my kids and them going to college, and graduating from college and starting their own careers, I think that the jobs that they will be doing when they get to that point in their life, they don't exist today. And that for me is, it just opens the door for so much opportunity. Opportunity to position yourself and take advantage of those opportunities that will come in the future by adopting this learning mindset and learning every day, which is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, So we're going to talk more about that, but I wanted to put it out there because I think this is really important to keep in mind. 
when we're planning our careers, you might have had a conversation about your career in the past. And you might have talked about what might be some things that you will be doing or you should be doing to get to where you want to go. But the reality is that all of those things are constantly changing. So your career needs to be an ongoing conversation. And we'll talk more about career conversations in a future episode and how to prepare for them and take the most advantage of those. But I want us to keep that in mind as we go through today's episode that the only constant is change. And that, as frightening as it might feel sometimes, because it might create some insecurity, there is an opportunity for us to flip our perspective and see that as an opportunity for us to be ahead of the game. And that is what proactively owning your career is about. So let's talk about a framework. And I'm going to talk about, I don't know, six things or so that for me are important if you want to be more intentional about your career this year and take that driver's seat. And again, it's not only taking your driver's seat, but it's also designing, building, and driving your career. And if we talk about designing your career and building your career, we need to start with gaining clarity and having a plan. That is step one. I mentioned to you that the most successful careers, the most fulfilling careers, they don't happen by accident. They happen because the person was intentional about building their their career. And in order to be intentional about building your career, you need to start by having a vision of who and what you want to become, who you want to be, And what do you see yourself doing in the future? And if you can connect that vision that you have for yourself for something that really matters to you, even better. Because that is going to create a really solid why behind that career vision. And when you're thinking about your career vision, I'm not talking about you know, you see yourself in a very specific role or position in your company. I think we need to keep an open mind of what that can look like. And it can start just by knowing what are the things that we like and what are the things that we don't like. And we're going to talk more about about this a little bit later and maybe in that episode where we'll talk about preparing for career conversations and how to prepare for them. But for now, what I want you to know is you need to have a vision for the future. And that, and it has to be a compelling future in front of you that you're visualizing, something that excites you, something that you can connect with and you can get excited about just by thinking about it. And that has nothing to do with a title. And it has everything to do with doing things that fulfill you with things that energize you, with things that make you feel proud of yourself, what would that be? What kind of impact do you see yourself making in the future? And who do you need to become in order to create that kind of an impact and have that level of fulfillment with your career? 
The other thing that I think it's important when we talk about having a vision for our career is to visualize how our career fits in our lifestyle. Many times I see people treating this as two separate things, right? They have a personal vision of what they want for their lives, and then separately they have a vision for their careers. And what ends up happening over time is that these two clash and they can't live with each other and they get divorced. That's basically what happens. And um, I just came up with another analogy. You know, they start a relationship, your lifestyle and your career, and they clash and they get divorced. And the best way to prevent that from happening is to make sure that as you're crafting your vision for your career, you make sure that that vision fits as well with your personal vision, the one that you have for your life. And we'll talk more about this. And I actually went a little bit deeper on this, on that talk that I did at the Detroit Economic Club. So reference that podcast episode. It's on the show notes. Check it out. Um, Also, you need to make a plan, right? You need to make a plan on how is that you're going to bring this vision to life. And as part of that plan to set some goals um, and as well to make sure that you're connecting and revising those regularly. We'll go more in detail about all of this in a future episode, and I'll spell this all out for you. But for now, what I want you to know is that the first thing that you need to design, build, and drive your career is to create clarity and have a plan, which means have a vision for your career that fits with your lifestyle vision, to make a plan, to set some goals, and to measure your progress which is something that a lot of people forget about. I can't tell you how many times I've had a career conversation with someone and a year later or two years later, I check in with them and I say, so how things are going? Um, How is your plan going? Are you seeing that the things that we talk about are creating the impact that you were hoping them to create? And they're like, what are you talking about? They completely forgot about what they talked about in that career conversation, right? So don't be that person. Have a vision, make a plan, set some goals, and measure your progress. That is the starting point if you want, again, to design, build, and drive your career. And it's very simple, right? I'm I'm oversimplifying it. We'll go more into the details into uh, in a in a future episode. The next thing that you need is to take ownership of your career. To take ownership. If you want to be the driver of your career, you need to own your career. You need to take not only responsibility for your career, but ownership over your career. And the way that you do that is by taking action. The way that you take ownership of your career is by taking action. We talk about that the only constant that in this world, in everything, in business, in life, in our careers is change. So the best way to be prepared for whatever comes 
is to always be in action, to constantly and consistently invest in your learning. And when I talk about learning, I'm not talking only about education. Education is very important and it plays a key role, right, in your own career development. But I'm talking about knowledge. I'm talking about skills, right, that are going to help you to not become stagnant. What is the knowledge, the experience, the, the competencies, the skills that you need to stay current and to be ahead of the game? And one of the things that I always encourage people to think about is what are some of the mega trends impacting your work, your industry, or the industry that you want to be in? And there's some mega trends that are impacting all of us, right? For example, the future of work. It's a trend that impacts us all. We have witnessed this since the pandemic hit, how the nature of work is changing and is evolving constantly. So if in your vision for your career, you want to lead people, think about how that megatrend is going to impact people leaders in the future. What are some skills that are going to be required to be a good leader as the way we work evolves? And how can you develop those skills? And then there can be other trends that are more specific, like I was talking about the auto industry, electrification, autonomous driving, right? Um, If we go into other industries, like now I'm in the industrial automation, energy management, sustainability space, like ESG, um, sustainability, electrification impacts all aspects of our lives. Um, Industry 4.0, and maybe it's going to be Industry 4.0 soon. Web3, all these different things that are impacting um, the way that jobs are done. There is a lot of talk about how um, how IA is going to impact, artificial intelligence is going to impact the future of work, right? Do you know... What are the trends there? Do you know enough about how that might impact work? No one knows, but you know, you get the point. How can you identify what are some mega trends impacting us all and impacting us specifically the industry that you are in or you aspire to be in? And think about what might be some skills that will be helpful as we are hit by all these trends and all these changes and be ahead of the game. Start working on developing those skills. That's what owning your career means. That's what being on the driver's seat of your career means. Another way to take ownership of your career is to build your network and to build your network proactively, meaning before you actually need it. So think about your vision for your career, where you see yourself in the future. There are people that you need in your network today in order to do your job, right? There's people that you rely on that you need in your network today so you can be successful in your job today. I'm not talking about that network right now. I'm talking about the network that you will need 
in your next job and the job after that and three jobs after that, right? Thinking about the network that you will need before you actually need it and how can you deepen those connections and those relationships starting now. And then the other piece of taking ownership of your career is being intentional about your personal brand. Everyone, we all have a personal brand. Whether you know what your brand is or not, you have one. Whether you have been intentional about building your brand or not, you have one. So if we all have a brand, let's be intentional about what our brand should be, not should be, but we want it to be. How do you want others to see you? If I were to ask five people to describe you with one word, question number one, what that word would be, and question number two, what would you like that word to be? And how can you take intentional actions to build that that brand? And as I'm speaking, I'm thinking we probably will do one episode just on this topic of personal brand because there's so much we can talk about personal brand. But for today, I just want you to know, be intentional. Or maybe just start with creating awareness of what your brand is today, right? So taking ownership of your career, that means that you are taking action. And not any action, but intentional action about learning every day, growing your skills based on what are going to be future needs in your business, in your industry, building your network proactively and intentionally and proactively building your brand. The next thing that I think it's important if you want to get to the point that you're driving your career is to view your career as a journey and not a destination. I mentioned I've been having career conversations for 18 plus years with thousands of people. And one of the things that I see as a pattern as I talk to these people is that they're looking at their next step in their career as if it's the end of their career. What do I mean by this? They're so narrow focused on what is that next job? What is that next job that they're looking for? And they want that job to be perfect, right? They want that job to give them what they need now, today. And a lot of people are afraid of making lateral moves or even taking a step back because they see that as something negative, right? Like if I want to grow my career, I need to climb a ladder. We have used and heard that analogy so many times. The truth is careers today and careers in the future don't look like a ladder. And when people ask me, what is the your best career advice that you can give anyone? This is it. I'm going to give it to you right now, right here. Always be two steps ahead. Always be two steps ahead. In my career, I think one of the reasons why I have grown my career in the way that I have, and it's something that I 
feel proud of is because I've always been two steps ahead. I, it was never about the next job. The next job is not the end of the journey, is not my destination. It's just a stepping stone into the step after that. So whenever I have looked at an opportunity and evaluate a job that I'm interested on, I'm not thinking about that job as what is, you know, what is in for me in this job right now, but I'm thinking and asking myself, how is this job going to prepare me for the job after that, right? It's only a milestone because our careers is an ongoing journey. Now, the day that I'm 65 and I'm thinking about retiring, hopefully before that, then I will see it as the end of the journey. But right now, I have 25 plus years left in my career. My next job, it's not the destination. It's just one mile marker. And what I'm looking for in my next job is that it allows me to develop the skills that I'm going to need for the job after that. And that a lot of times means taking a lateral move or taking a step back. I always applaud people that are in a people management, people leadership role, and they decide to take an individual contributor role, even though in the future they see themselves as people leaders. I applaud them. It takes a lot of courage to make such a bold move because in the eyes of others, it probably doesn't make any sense. But they know that that move that they're making it's going to give them the type of experience, the type of exposure. It's going to help them build the skills that they need to eventually realize that vision that they have. And the only way that you can do that type of move is if you're strategic about it and you view your career as a journey and not a destination and always looking to steps ahead. So here you go. That is my best career tip that you're going to get from me. I, um, that's how I have managed my career since the very beginning, right? When I go into a new job, I'm already thinking about the job after that. I'm already thinking about how can I take the most advantage of this opportunity right now to prepare me for what I really want to go. Because I know that this is not going to be the job that I'm going to retire from, right? So um, I hope that was helpful. Let's move on to the five, fifth step or fifth tip on how to take the driver's seat of your career and be more intentional about your career this year. And that is something that I mentioned before, to embrace a learning mindset. This is going to sound a little bit direct, but I'm going to say it. Stop doing things just because that is what everyone else is doing. Stop doing things just because is what everyone else is doing. And start heading in the direction that is meaningful to you. You are unique. The things that you like, the things that light you up, the things that you're passionate about, 
the things that you don't like, they are unique to you. Your strengths are unique to you. You are unique. So stop using a cookie cutter approach and try to do what other people is doing and start heading in the direction that is meaningful to you. A lot of people always ask me, what is the career path to get to this role? And they go and ask people that are in that role, what was their journey? And here's what I've learned when I've done that. And there's a ton of value in doing that. Please don't misinterpret me. I really love to have career exploration conversations, which basically is going and talking to people that are in roles that I'm interested in to learn more about what really is the scope of the role. What is the good and the bad and how did they get there? There is so much value in doing that. And I I continue to do those after 20 years in, in my career. But here's the thing. What I have learned from having all these career exploration conversations in my life, and I've interviewed, I met with people all in very similar roles, the types of roles that I want in the future, they all follow different paths to get there. There is not one path that is going to get you there. There are thousands of paths that have the potential to get you to that vision that you have. So don't try to just copy what other person did, but build your own path and do it in a way that is meaningful to you in a way that is giving you the types of experiences that are meaningful to you, that are helping you um, strengthen your strengths and work on the areas that you need to develop because those are unique to you. The other thing is when I talk about embracing a learning mindset is to always be open to growth. Always be open to learn something new and to always have a beginner's mindset. A lot of times we get into the routine of our jobs and especially if you have been for a long time in your current role or in your current company, we start to take things for granted. And we do things because it's the way we've always done it. Even if you're not saying it, you're doing it. And this was a huge eye-opener for me when I decided to switch companies and switch jobs um, last year, almost a year ago. I realized that there have been a lot of things that I have taken for granted. And being new in a new role gave me that beginner's mindset where everything was new. And the first time that you do something or you experience something, you're so curious, right? You're curious, you're asking lots of questions, um, you're trying to um, explore, experiment, talk to people, get different perspectives, you question why we do things the way we do. Embrace that more often. And you don't have to switch jobs or switch companies to embrace a beginner's mindset. You can do that right now exactly where you are. And I think that is sometimes a missed opportunity, right? We always think about, I need to go to a different role if I want to learn something. No, 
No, that is so wrong. You can learn where you are today by being more intentional, by embracing this learning mindset, embracing this beginner's mindset, embracing curiosity. Curiosity is a superpower when it comes to your career development. The other thing that I think we always need to be open for is new challenges. I don't know about you, but when I look back in my career, the experiences that have shaped me the most, the experiences where I have learned the most and grown the most are the most challenging experiences, the ones that I struggle the most, the ones that push me outside of my comfort zone the most. So when I'm talking about embracing a learning mindset, I'm talking about stepping outside of your comfort zone, getting uncomfortable, looking for new challenges, or creating new challenges for yourself. You know, we all sometimes, if you work in in a corporate job, which all that I'm saying can apply no matter where you are, but especially if if you work in a corporate role, we are defined by the boundaries of the scope of our role, by our job description. And a lot of people see that as a jail. They are imprisoned in their job description. Your job description is not a prison, is not a boundary. Or maybe it is, but be willing to step outside of your boundaries is what I'm trying to say. You can learn so much when you cross that line. And you can add so much more value when you cross that line. And we're talking, we will talk about in a future episode of what are some of the habits of the people that tend to get promoted. And one of those things is stepping outside of their boundaries. So embracing a learning mindset applies to the scope of your role today, but beyond the scope of your role. And we'll talk also about the difference between personal development and career development. I get that question a lot of times. Sometimes when we're thinking about learning as it relates to our career, we're thinking about learning technical things, maybe learning leadership skills, but it's all related to our jobs. Personal development, it's much broader. I think career development is part of personal development. Don't underestimate the power of working on you as a person, on that personal growth and personal development that is going to transpire into your career and is going to help you not only grow your career, but feel more fulfilled and be more intentional in your career. Now, when it comes to learning, one advice I also like to put out there is be intentional with your learning, right? Be intentional with what you're going to focus on learning. I personally, and I mentioned this in previous podcast episodes, I suffer from FOMO, fear of missing out. So anytime there's something new, I want to learn about it. I am a lifelong learner. I am obsessed with learning. I am obsessed with personal development. I think you probably already have can tell that about myself. And my challenge is to prioritize my learning and not try to learn everything just for the sake of learning, 
but learning a way that is meaningful to me. So I'll go back to my initial statement when I start talking about embracing a learning mindset. Stop doing things just because it's what everyone else is doing and start heading in the direction of what is meaningful to you. And that's where, that's why we started with clarity at the beginning of today's podcast episode. If you're clear on who and what you want to do in the future, then you can connect your learning to that to help you bridge that gap from who you are and where you are today to who you want to be and what and where you see yourself in the future. Okay, the last point that I want to talk about today. We said you you get to design, build, and drive your career, right? But you also need a co-pilot in your career. And we're going to talk more about in a future podcast episode of the people that you need in your career to be your support network. But one key person that is going to be there as your co-pilot in your career is your manager. And you need to partner with your manager when it comes to your career development. You are on the driver's seat. Your manager is the co-pilot. Think about what is the role of a co-pilot, right? They're supporting you. They're assisting you. They're sometimes giving you directions. They're giving you feedback like, don't turn there. You missed the turn. You need to go left, right? That is the role of the co-pilot, to give you feedback, to encourage you, to support you, to give you guidance, especially when you're lost, to help you answer questions. So look at your relationship with your manager when it comes to your career as a partnership where you are the driver and he or she is the the co-pilot. So that is what I have for you today. As I said, we're going to go deeper into a lot of the things that we talk about today, but I wanted to give you like a big picture view of what does it mean to be in the driver's seat of your career. And as I said at the beginning, if this year you're trying to be a little bit more intentional with your career, if you want to retake that ownership of your career, I hope today was helpful. And if it was, you can't miss the upcoming episodes. We're going to drill a little bit deeper into some of these concepts. If you like today's podcast episode, if you found it helpful, as always, I'm going to ask you a favor. Please share it with a friend or a colleague at work that you think can benefit from today's content or share it in social media so more people get to see and benefit from today's content. With that, I hope you have an amazing week. I will see you here again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.